You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything with your hosts, David and Brenda. Now, let's get to talking about this and that. Coming to you from Podcast Land Studio is Season 3 of This and That with David and Brenda. You are listening to the voices of Brenda, otherwise known as Miss Brenbren, and... This is David, a.k.a. Dr. David, a.k.a. The Professor. And we are excited to be getting started with Season 3 of our increasingly popular podcast, This and That with David and Brenda. Season 3! Woohoo! Episode 51! For those of you who have been concerned about where we've been, it's been our summer break, early fall hiatus, and now we're back. We're back! Thank you to those that reached out to us because you were concerned that there were no new episodes, but like David said, we're back, and hopefully you took the time to get caught up on episodes that you might have missed, or those that you just might have to, that you just might have wanted to hear a replay. Yes, it's good to be missed. Yes, I guess they really, really like us. Yes, they really, really like us. Where's that from? Sally Fields. Oh yeah, she accepted the Oscar. Okay. You like me. You really, really like me. Yes. And because they really like us, we are getting started with Season 3. It is October 20th, 2020. An awesome, awesome day. And as Miss Brenbren said, the beginning of our third season. Right. And we are heard on six continents over 50 countries, and more than 100-plus cities across the United States, which is our home base. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're still growing, still expanding. I still have hopes that we are going to touch Antarctica and get that seventh continent at some point in the future. What about outer space? Yes, International Space Station once again. Houston, are you listening? And, well, we know Houston is They are listening, that's true. But uh, (laughs) Houston, as in NASA, NASA, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, SpaceX, somebody, are you listening? But we do know there are various places that are listening, so why don't we give them a shout-out? Sounds good. So let's start here in the United States. Shout-out to Lawrenceville, Georgia. Tallahassee, Florida. Dallas, Texas, Salt Lake City, Utah, and when we go across the pond, let's do a shout out to Auckland, New Zealand, Kitway, Zambia, Santos, Brazil, and San Antonio on the party island of Ibiza in Spain. 
I guess somebody decided to stop clubbing. <laughs> that one was a strange hey, one to me. That's okay. <laughs> Whether you club or not club, we appreciate your listening. Now let's do some other shout outs like to our military, men and women, and of course, those wonderful canines, their dependents, and so many others in the United States military across the different branches that are listening to us. Yes, all five branches, military personnel, their dependents, as Brenda said, as well as uh, civilian support staff. Also, a big shout out to all first responders, police, fire, 911, EMTs, etc., and to all the frontline healthcare workers who are battling in this uh, age of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Also, don't want to forget all of the quote-unquote essential workers that make everything tick. The teachers, grocery store employees, truck drivers, warehouse employees, on and on and on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we appreciate all that you have done, are doing, and will do. Now, um, we've talked in previous um, seasons and episodes about where folks can find our podcast. And that's basically free wherever they might listen to podcasts. Well, as you said, as we like to say, it's uh, free, always free, will remain free and available where you can listen to your podcast. And we're on all the platforms. Major platforms. Yes, all the major platforms. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. And now we're also available on Amazon Music. Woohoo! We've always been integrated into your Alexa voice-assisted devices, but now it is even easier since we are integrated into Amazon Music directly. If you listen to podcasts, more than likely where you're listening to your podcast, you'll be able to find us. And you know something? If you are listening to podcasts and we're not available on your particular platform, you know you can always email us and tell us and we can see what we can do to get added to that platform. Absolutely. And our show's email address is thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N as in Nancy, that, all nine characters together, this and that, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. We also have an email distribution list for folks, and part of that email distribution list are e-blasts, as we like to call it. We have information about upcoming episodes, also tidbits that don't make it into the show, also, our Thought You Should Know is in there and other things, surprises and the like that we um, are doing. So you can subscribe to that by sending a note to the aforementioned email, this and that, at aboutgreatcincinnati.com, and we will sign you up for our e-blast. One of the things we're going to be doing throughout Season 3 is doing one of my favorite things, which is listening to music. Well, actually, we're not going to be listening to music. We're going to be playing music throughout the show. So that's one of the new things that you get to look forward to in Season 3. What's our playlist? 
That's right, Miss Bren Bren. We will be sharing our playlist of songs with all of the listeners in This and That Nation. Hopefully you'll enjoy the music that we enjoy as much as we do. Also, something new. Again, our podcast is free, but This and That Nation, you can now support your humble co-host who put together this podcast for your enjoyment via contributions through PayPal. And those go to help us keep things running, keep the uh, podcast studios oiled up and the like, and uh, from going obsolete and keep the podcast from going dark. Right. And many of you have asked us about how you can financially support our operations. Well, now you can. Details on how to support us through PayPal are in the e-blast, as well as on all of the podcast locations. And depending on where which, which location, you'll see like a dollar sign. You can click on that symbol and um, be taken to where you can contribute. It'll look different depending on what platform, so don't want to get into a long litany as to what that will look like. Please note that you will be making a contribution not a donation to our podcast. Non-charitable contribution. That's why it's a contribution, not a donation. Well, I just want to make sure folks was, are clear. I was getting there. They can't write it off on their taxes. Exactly, right, yes. You, this is not tax deductible in any country, any state, municipality, etc. David, what else are we going to talk about today on this, our first episode of season three episode number 51 we are going to talk about planning your vote here in the united states it is election season so we'll talk a little bit about that uh if folks have well we'll talk a little bit about that and we'll just leave that and not steal our thunder on it then i know you're looking forward to it the thought you should know and that is the show Well, then, let's keep it moving. All righty. Let's go. Let's cue Frankie. All right, this and that nation. Everybody out there should be moving and grooving. May is featuring Frankie Beverly. Are you ready, Miss Bren Bren? Okay, you know how much I love. <laughs> Folks don't want to hear us sing. Let's let Frankie. No, they don't want to hear us. <laughs> Let's let Frankie take us to the break.
You are now listening to This and That with David and Brenda. It's October 2020, and here in the United States, it is election season. Yes, David, voting season is underway. And in the words of Grammy Award-winning gospel artist Kirk Franklin, To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! Depending on where you live in America, voting season started in September and runs through uh, November 3rd when it culminates on Election Day. Uh, As people may know around the globe, every four years we have a presidential election. This is no different here in 2020. Who's running and the like, and we have lots of other other office holders who are running as well. And it's not just office holders, it's issues. Yes, on the ballots, absolutely. Issues on the ballots, amendments for constitutions, all sorts of stuff that comes yeah, up. Yeah, anything from local to statewide. Exactly. So, this year, especially because of the pandemic, uh, folks need to plan their vote. How are they going to go about voting? If you're in a major risk group, risk category, especially, um, gonna mail do vote by mail, vote by absentee. Do you know how that's gonna work? Are you gonna every state because of the pandemic is doing early voting, just like they're doing some form of of vote by mail, absentee voting through through the mail, or take take it put it in a drop box. Do you know where your drop box is? Do you have multiple drop boxes in your municipality and so forth? Lots of different websites folks can look to. There's, you know, planyourvote.org. There's all sorts of things that are out there. You can just Google, how do I vote? How, do I, how can I vote in the U.S.? And you'll come up with all sorts of resources. And because it's Google, it should be localized to you. And there has been a lot of voting misinformation, lies, and videotapes to disprove or support the lies and misinformation that has been circulating. That's why it's up to each person that is voting to make sure that they are armed with the right information for their for their locale before they head to the polls. Yes, Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. That's the last day of voting. Usually in, in the good old days, that was, seen, that was the election day. Unless you had some excused reason to vote by absentee ballot, you have to vote on that one day. We're well past that. But now. it's still the good old days, as you would say it. It's just that you now have options to cast your vote. And yes. that's why you need to plan your vote and figure out if you're in a locale where you have either all three options or one of the three options. Yes. But you just need to figure out what's best for you, especially during this time of COVID-19. Right. And our suggestion is 
voting, we do not have na- a national election. That's different from a lot of countries where they have, you know, like a national election. We have elections that are handled by the state and then within the state by county boards of elections and so forth. So there's a lot of different mini elections, a lot of different rules and regulations that are very localized. So again, Brenda and I suggest that you go utilize your local resources, Google, um, talk radio, whether that's just straight political radio, news radio, um, black, Latinx talk radio stations, etc., to find out what is going on in your local municipality. Because what's happening here where we are is going to be potentially completely different than what may be happening in, say, you know, the state of Texas in a particular county. But what's important, no matter where you are, is that you vote. And if you don't think that's important, well, you need to listen to Reverend Dr. Howard John Wesley. Senior pastor of Alfred Street Baptist Church in Alexandria, Virginia. We could talk about this some more, but this is, I we think, so powerful and gets the message across, we're just going to play this as to why, if you weren't planning on voting, never voted before in your life, usually don't vote, why you should vote. What I'm about to say is going to get me in a whole lot of trouble. If you are a person of color, if you are a woman in this land, and you made a decision that you're not going to vote, maybe you're not voting because your issue isn't on the table. Maybe you're not voting because you don't believe in the nominees. Maybe you're not voting because you think your vote won't matter. If you are a minority, if you are a woman, and you made up in your mind that you're not going to cast a vote, I came out to tell you that you are doing more damage to the communities of color and minorities in this land than any president, any legislation, and even more than the Ku Klux Klan. You are hurting us more than anyone else. Shame on you for not voting. This vote in November is not about the next four years. It's about the next 40 years. Let me take you back to Constitution and governance. The President of the United States has the authority to place men and women as judges all across the district courts, the appellate court, and the Supreme Court. This current president in his four years, has appointed more judges than every other president except Jimmy Carter. In four years, President Donald Trump has appointed 198 judges to the bench, two to the Supreme Court, some 50-plus to appellate court, and the rest to district court. And many of those appointees will sit as justices of judgment for the rest of their lives. So when you don't vote, you don't determine who stands at trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to sit in the jury and determine the fate of those in trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to help determine the judge that sits on the bench. So don't tell me you out here hollering Black Lives Matter if you don't vote. Black Lives don't matter to you if you don't vote. Don't tell me you're mad that Daniel Cameron has not indicted the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor if you don't vote, because you ain't got nothing to do with it. How dare you not vote? 
When we don't vote, we dismiss ourselves from being part of leveling the playing field of justice in the United States of America. I think Pastor's dropping the mic. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he dropped the mic on this one. Now that we've gone through why you must vote, let's talk about expectations this voting season. So if you're going to be voting in person, whether early or on election day, aka the last day of voting, as uh, my grandmother would say, pack your patience. Well, not just pack your patience. Yes, pack a lunch, bring a lawn chair, of course, wear your mask, have hand sanitizer, have some bottled water. Hey, take a playlist. Yes, because right now we know that in certain states there are weights that are, in some cases, as long as, you know, 12 hours, 8 hours, and unfortunately this is somewhat by design. Uh, because certain states have gone through, you know, voter suppression activities over the years and gotten rid of polling places so that counties that have literally, you know, millions of people in them have very few polling places in them. So if you pack nothing else, like David said, pack your patience. Right. The other thing is, expectation-wise, given everything that's going on with the pandemic, the, the uh, vote-by-mail absentee voting is off the charts. Uh, so there's a lot of, of that going on as what well. Do you, what do you mean off the charts? Well, do you consider 32 million absentee vote-by-mail ballots already in at the election offices off the charts? Yeah, given that only, uh, I think, four years ago, little under, you know, 25% of that number was in the mail <laughs> this time of year. Right. So, I mean, so that would be off the charts. Yes, yeah. I mean, overall, they're saying that this could be, you know, there could be like 150 million Americans that, that vote. So almost everybody, I don't, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure how many um, folks in the U.S. are eligible to vote. But um, that, that is a lot larger number than normal. I mean, that would blow away kind of Obama kind of numbers we so saw in 2008. Basically, I'm getting the vibes that counting will not be done on or by November 3rd. Right. And again, a lot of this is by design. It's not that it takes a while. It, it might, but certain states like Pennsylvania, which everybody's like, that's a key state. You, you got to know who wins that to understand who wins in the Electoral College. But Pennsylvania, by law, they can't even start counting absentee ballots that are coming in through the mail until after their polls close on November 3rd. They literally can't even start doing it. And some states are looking to see, well, gee, can we at least go through and get them out of the, you know, the, the you know, you have to put your ballot inside of a security envelope and sign it and all this other stuff. Some states, you can, the, the poll workers can go ahead and get that out and sort it out and do the matchups and know, well, definitely we're going to count, count these versus those. Some states, they can't even do that. They can't even open up the envelopes. So yes, this can take a while. Now, the, the thing to keep in mind is, 
It doesn't matter what the press or anybody else says on election day, election night. That's, those, they were never official results anyway. The official results of the election don't happen until December. And this has always been the case. But we, we in America have lived under this illusion that we know who won because the press might project it. Or even if you literally count the votes, they're like, that person wins and somebody concedes. That's not official. It's not official until they get to December. And that's when they really say, decide, and, and have all the, the ballot counts in and everything else and certify it legally. So we may have a projected winner on November 3rd. I hope not. But we're not going to have an official winner until days, maybe weeks later. That's how it usually works. I think this year I'm hoping that the press doesn't even do projections. Don't even do projections. Because they're going to be legal challenges. They're going to make Bush v. Gore, for those who were around in 2000, they're going to make them look like a picnic. I mean, there are already legal challenges that are out there. There are over 300 legal challenges already filed. And yeah, some have already worked their way through the court. Here, and, it's conf- and it's confusing. A lot of crazy stuff going on. Bottom line, everybody needs to vote if you are of voting age. No matter how you get to the polls, vote. Don't stop now. Let's go now. In the front now. In the back now. Let's go now. Ladies! That's for the struggle. Uh, that's for the pain. Uh, that's for those dark nights. Uh, 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 come on and sing it with us, y'all. Jesus, you are. Jesus, you are. Jesus, you are. You are Jesus. You are my sun. Yes, wherever you are. I just want to be closer. Yes, I do. Sing it with us, what people are saying about this and that with David and Brenda. Thank David and thank you Brenda for what you guys are doing. It's this and that actually with David and Brenda. Great podcast. I like what you guys are doing. Continue engaging folks and starting dialogue. That's what this is all about. You guys are good. I look forward on hearing more from you throughout the coming years. David, I thought you should know that I'd like to have a 150-plus pound guinea pig. A 150-plus pound guinea pig? Yes, a 150-plus um, pound guinea pig. I don't think such a thing exists. And why would you want it to? Because they're cute. Guinea pigs are cute. I'm not sure if they're 150 pounds, they would stay that way. Well... This is not exactly a guinea pig, but it sure does look like one. And they're called capybaras. Yes, capybara is a word from the dialect of uh, one of the indigenous populations of Brazil. It means eater of slender grass. The largest land rodents on the planet. They may be eaters of slender grass, grass, but... They're not slender. No. <laughs> As Brenda said, they look like giant guinea pigs. But they move pretty fast because they have lots of predators that come after them, I guess. Well, there are lots of big things that can move fast. That, you're right. That's true. Rhinos, things like that. That's true. So, But um, 
let's get into exactly what a capybara is. So think of a capybara or capybara, which is spelled C-A-P-Y-B-A-R-A, as a cross between a guinea pig in looks, but the size of a pig in how big they are. Actually, I would say it depends on what pig. Farm animal pigs, yes. Um, pet pigs, potbelly pigs, no. These are much, much larger than that. Well, I think you can go either way. I mean, they can get that big. Oh, potbelly pigs? Yeah. Yeah, if you let them, you know, go. But one, <laughs> one thing you need to know about them, they got sharp teeth. Yes, they have razor sharp teeth, so they always have to chew on something. Otherwise, they get really, really, really long. So if you get them as a pet and you don't want them chewing on you, you better have some furniture around that you don't care about, a table leg, some shoes, whatever, that you can give them to exercise chewing because they will need it. Yes, some people do have capybaras as pets. But you can't necessarily have one as a pet unless you live somewhere that allows exotic pets, right? Yes, check your local laws. But they are cute. Send your feedback to this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. We have gotten season three off to a great start. Absolutely. It is now time to wrap it, seal it up, and upload it to the cloud. Now, one of the things we need to um, let folks in on is the playlist that we use in this episode number 51 of our podcast. So what were some of the songs that we used? Started things off with... Frankie (laughs) Beverly and Mays, Back in Stride. Yes, good old Frankie, kick things off. And we also had uh, Looking for You from Kirk Franklin. Snippets from there. Had to eat a little gospel, man. That's right. And also, we heard a classic, The Girl from Ipanema, Brazilian classic, 
to go with our Brazilian capybara. This was a version done by the late, great Amy Winehouse. In Podcast Land Studio, we love to listen to our music. And so, starting this season, we're going to share with you, like we said at the intro, some of the songs that we like to have on our playlist. And, um, and at the end of every episode... We'll let you know what some of those songs are, or actually what those songs are, <laughs> right. so you can go back and maybe listen to them and add them to your playlist. Yes. So those are all falling under uh, fair, fair Use guidance, as well as, we might as well say for the show, that all of the opinions that were expressed are the opinions of the co-hosts. No other individuals, entities, ghosts, goblins, etc., So we hope that you are planning your vote or getting out to vote on November 3rd. Here in the U.S., yes. Here in the U.S. And also, make sure you keep as up-to-date as possible on the COVID-19 saga so you can protect yourself as best you can. Yes, At some point during Season 3, we will go through the latest um, apps, trackers, etc. that I use on a daily basis. Mentioned the ones in Season 2 I was using. Some of those have fallen by the wayside. There's some new ones out there. So we'll be covering those on and off during uh, Season 3. So that you can know um, what's going on, especially in your local area. So in the meantime, this and that nation... Hope you got something out of this edition of This and That with David and Brenda. And um, if for some reason you got something else you'd like us to look into or talk about, why don't you hit us up on our email at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N is in Nancy, that. All nine characters together, at sign, about com. And if we can, we will uh, try our best to get that information to you in a future episode. So until then, all the best, this and that nation. Stay woke. Peace out. Bye, folks. You have been listening to This and That a podcast collaboration about some of everything about anything. This has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by AboutGreaterCincinnati.com Music by Poddington Bear Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions about this episode, future episodes, interested in sponsorship and or advertising, please email us at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. All rights reserved. Thank you and all the best.